0: You are such a bad listener tonight. I'm listening, but I have, to push, to, I have to push You're a button. You're playing
1: with your doodad. Why are you even pushing buttons?
0: Because I have to do that to get it to light up so I can see the power bar.
1: Why do you need to see the power bar?
0: To know if we're good. And we're good.
1: It'll the, Those red lights will shut off.
0: Yeah, it'll just die if we're not good.
1: You will notice when the bright and red lights are not on. Sometimes your attention span can be measured in nanoseconds. <laughs> We tried to give the attention span of a fruit fly. crispy is it too loud um it's not loud it just feels like it's picking (laughs) up all kinds of that better intonations and textures and no it's fine it's good i don't even know if that was the right
0: word i just said it intonations and
1: textures
0: this is crispy
1: um, I am just tangled up in cords over here.
0: <laughs> it is a mess. If you kick your are right foot, the, if right you now? kick your right foot to the right, it is donezo. Are we
1: recording yet? We it, it, come on. Let's,
0: let me help you out. What,
1: what, what's We're, happening? We, okay, now we, the headphones. We are
0: recording. Okay, is yep. that better? We're good. All right. Well, it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, live on location from our new spot, The Couch. Tales from the Couch with Ped and Burke. That's right. Imagine it's three months from now. You and your friends are driving down a gravel road. You smell that smoke in the air. Oh, you're getting so close. You come over the the gravel road on the horizon. You see the flame. Your friends are at the bonfire waiting for you. You're going to sit down and tell stories, and you're going to talk about Things from yonder years. And that's what this podcast is.
1: Yonder years? Yeah. Does that make that's sense? That's
0: not even a phrase. Can I say something? Yeah. I am way too warm right now, but I really wanted to wear a hoodie for yeah, this because just, I thought I would look good in a hoodie. Okay. Just pull, so your, pull your sleeves up. I am sacrificing being comfortable for trying to look good. So hopefully when the video of this just comes push out- your
1: sleeves up to your forearms. That way your your forearms can breathe. How let you me, let now. me tell you, that does make a difference. It makes a difference. I do
0: sometimes like the sleeves down look, though. But we'll see. There's a glisten on my forehead. I'm literally sweating, but it's all good. Burke. How you been, buddy?
1: It's been a whole week. It's been a week. I also. Oh, that came out weird. Uh, <laughs> I have some stuff I got to get off my chest. Love it. As always. Yes. Let this be your therapy session. I'm not on. I don't have Tic Tac. I don't have uh, that. Orange stuff. is the best flavor, by but the way. I have Instagram. I'm annoyed at Instagram health trends. Oh no! Like these people are just chasing clicks, so they say crazy things, right? Like yeah. you're not going to get any clicks on Instagram if you are posting health tips, like, hey. You got to drink lots of water and get exercise. <laughs> so they come up. Thank with, you, Captain Obvious. I think they're just trying to come up with the craziest stuff. Like, I you'll see things like, it's a lot of what I call like, actually, right? Yeah. So someone will post on there and be like, actually, water is terrible for you. <laughs> and you should be drinking nothing but kombucha. Uh, I I subscribe to a 100% kombucha diet or um, do you know what I'm talking about? 100%. They just coming up with stuff that it sounds so backwards and it's a lot of the bone broth. Yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's stuff like that. And I just don't uh, actually you should be eating raw liver five times a day. Yep.
0: Ryan Seacrest once showed on uh, Instagram or whatever it was. He said, "Oh, heating up lunch," and he was heating up like 32 ounces of bone broth. Yeah, he drinks for lunch every day. I've had bone broth before when doing a cleanse. It's the worst thing I've ever drank in my life.
1: And you know what? And they drink it for a meal. These people are not going to live to be 110. Ew. They're not going to live to be 110. No. At best, they're going to be 85. Yeah. I will be lucky to get to 75, yep. okay? If that's what I got to do from age 30 to 85, or I could just do what I'm doing and get to 75 and live my life and enjoy (laughs) it. I'll take that. (laughs) Seriously, like, Amen. Ryan Seacrest will outlive his peers by like six months. Yep. And he will, at the end of his life, go, I cannot believe I drank bone broth for 50 years for this. Mm -hmm. He'll be on his bed saying, I wish I would have eaten more ice cream. There is gonna be There's gonna be some dude that lives longer than Ryan Seacrest that smokes Marlboro Reds every day, <laughs> drinks three Dr. Peppers a day, yep, and eats red meat all the time, and he's gonna outlive Ryan Seacrest.
0: And one of those Dr. Peppers is his breakfast every morning.
1: Yeah, well, he's gonna do the old ten, two, and four, which is what. <laughs> yes, didn't that wasn't that the Dr. Pepper thing? Yeah. Ten, two, and four. <laughs> yep. Um, but these well actually like actually it's worse if like it's not good for you to cook your food everything you eat should be raw like yes no it's stop it yep you're just trying to say something that sounds different than everybody else so that you can get clicks because there's billions of people on social media so you gotta say something dumb like that amen broski yeah so these i I don't think we're breaking any new ground in health no look at me i'm not a i am I can't even believe my body is a temple. I'll be honest with you. It's kind of a shocker when I hear that. Uh, I I know I'm not peak physical uh, condition. That doesn't mean I don't know what I'm talking about. It just means I'm not following what I know I should do. Exactly. We're not breaking new ground in health. Drink your water, exercise, stop eating all the sugars, and uh, you'll be fine. Yep. It's a simple method. We're not trying to... man. Just had a great one liner and it left me. It's gone forever. We'll have to edit that out. Son of a gun. (laughs) Nah. There's a lot of people that would too say, you know, they try to go back to some sort of caveman thing. Yeah. You know? The caveman diet. Like, actually, our caveman ancestors, I don't know, ate only bean sprouts. (laughs) And we would all be better off if we went back to eating only bean sprouts. It's like, stop it. Bean sprouts and grubs for dessert. Hey, you know my beef with archaeology? Here's, bring it on. Here's my beef with archaeology. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like a history teacher. You're so the first person I've ever met <laughs> who has beef with archaeology. On site. <laughs> uh, I'm beefing with archaeology. <laughs> Here, I'm a history teacher. I, I should probably be all things archaeologist. But um, it annoys me when I watch the news. And they will or I'll see like a, a social media post of like an article. There's been a new find, Adam. Mm-hmm. They will be digging a site up in some part of the world. I don't know, somewhere in the middle East or, or Eastern Europe, somewhere that's very old. They will find like a single clay shard. Right. And it's like, it's like an inch and a half long by, by three quarters of an inch. And they will say, uh, archeologists say that this glass or this clay shard proves that this civilization worshiped the sun god and this was one of their ceremonial bowls it's like (laughs) it's a shard we don't even that bowl could have been used to just hold their fruit that bowl could have been used to go to the bathroom in spittoon yeah some of the some of the like minuscule things they find on these digs and they'll go archaeologists now believe that this civilization did x or y because they found that it's like I'm sorry. I just feel like thousands of years from now, you will find like a remnant of one of my baseball cards Mm -hmm. and the archaeologists thousands of years in the future will go, ah, yes, this civilization, these are ancient religious relics and they worshiped these men who wore uh, helmets on their head and uh, swung bats. It was, these were the priests of their day. It's like, (laughs) it's a baseball card. You just don't even know what we were into you know what I'm saying? And someone's going to make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, and they're going to have the complete wrong interpretation of what the baseball card was for. Yep. But some archaeologist is going to write a paper on it, and and you won't know if he's right or wrong, so they'll just say he's right. Yeah. So archaeologists out there, cool it. Chill. Just say, like, we found a piece of a clay pot. We don't know what it's for. We just found it. We're not even going to try to guess and act like we know what it was for. This thing could have held their spare change. It could have it, it could have been a puke bowl when they had the flu. We don't know. We're not even sure it's part of a bowl. Nah. It could have been a vase.
0: They need to chill. They need to do the opposite of what I'm doing right now and chill. Yes. Why? Are you wound up? No, I'm just warm. I want to put this episode out on YouTube. The whole thing, and so, so people could start counting how many times I wipe my sweat. Right now, where these earphones are making contact with the side of my head, there's
1: so much sweat built up. I don't want you to put it on YouTube because I I don't want it to go too viral. I don't want to piss off the archaeological community. <laughs> I just I just want them to stop thinking nerds. they know everything. Just stop thinking you know everything. You know nerds. what I'm saying? Big nerds. Yeah. I, okay. Now I gotta turn my I gotta turn my crosshairs on this on the. Uh, astronomy uh science community okay Okay. you're just firing at everyone i'm beefing with everybody (laughs) okay here's my next thing
0: i hope neil degrasse tyson does not listen to this podcast don't get me
1: started on that guy loser uh okay that's too far you're making things personal (laughs) i feel like i'm coming at this more logical but uh i just wish these people would be less uh less sure of themselves. So here's my, here's my beef with the astronomy and and the science community here. Uh, they, they, apparently we have these telescopes, right? They can see far off into, and they'll go this star. And you'll see a picture of, I don't know. It's a, in the word, words of Dana Carvey doing George HW Bush, thousand beams of light. Okay. There's (laughs) a thousand light points on this picture. And they'll go, the, it'd be an arrow on the picture. They go, see this star, right? What are you doing? (laughs)
0: Just pushing that so I could,
1: so it would light up and I I could see. I thought I was pushing the laugh one. I'm in the middle of something. Can you stop? I'm trying to be serious. I thought I was pushing the laugh one. Okay. Sorry. Can I finish my thought? Yes. Dana Carver doing Ross Perot. Can I finish one time? Okay. (laughs) And there'll be an arrow pointing to like one of the stars, and they'll go, this star is 640 million light years away. And I want to go, you don't know that. Yeah. It could be 638 million light years away. (laughs) You are saying it like you know for sure. Right. We can't measure something that far away. Am I crazy? Or can we measure that?
0: No, you're not crazy. What they should say is it's
1: far enough away. We
0: never have to worry about it.
1: Okay. At one point in human history, the smartest people in the world thought the world was flat. Yeah. Yeah. And you could, at that time, that that it was a widely held belief that the world was flat, you could have been like, guys, it's round. And people have been like, you idiot. All the scientists say it's flat. You think you know more than them? You know what I'm saying? Big fail. Big fail on their part. Like, listen, I am pro-science because we need to constantly learn about the world around us. Yes, we do. I just want us to not be so arrogant. And I want them to say, like, scientists' best guess is that this star is X amount of million light years away. Right. But they, my problem is they say it with such confidence and certainty like they know it for sure. <laughs> and maybe when you drill down, it, it, like we've had one of these people in the room with me, they would go, okay, well, we just say 64 million light years, but like that's our best guess. I'm like, well, then say it's your best guess. Quit saying it like you know for certain. Right. But I'm just a dumb baseball coach. I don't know. Maybe these people are like, scientists heard this they'd go this idiot we have a way to measure it we're actually positive maybe they would say that but i just well it's hard for me to fathom
0: one way to go viral and to get lots of people to listen and get those people to check in is by going on rants so maybe they'll
1: hear it i'm pro science i'm i'm anti overconfidence of things that we can't possibly know right i do that a lot of times i'll say i know for a fact I know for a fact when I'm making
0: an argument, when in fact, I don't know for a fact. (laughs) You just described
1: like everybody on the internet. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Let me see. I'm checking my notes over here. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've got so many
1: things. What? What is the difference? (laughs) What is the difference between ice cream, custard, and frozen yogurt? Is it location? Is it regional? Like, I was at Culver's with a baseball player the other day, and we both got uh, their ice cream, but I guess there they call it frozen custard. Custard. What's the difference?
0: Don't know the difference. I know there is a difference, but I don't know the difference. What's what's gelato? Whatever Dairy Queen does, though, is it's king. Dairy Queen's my favorite. Their ice cream is king. Gelato is, oh,
1: gelato's good. We need to quit pretending like we know the difference between custard and throw you an ice cream it's the arrogance of the frozen dairy community that really bothers me i just want people at at culver's to say listen we're calling this custard we don't know why it's custard we're not going to argue with you if you say it's ice cream
0: the cream it's made with maybe or something
1: i don't know pasteurized unpasteurized who knows yeah but i just want them to say we're calling it this but we don't even know if that's what it is yeah so If you're listening to this, what is the difference? Reach out to us. Let us know because I've been corrected at times. I'll go, this is good ice cream. And someone will go, it's frozen yogurt. And I go, well, I can't tell the difference. So I'm calling it ice cream. And, yeah. We have too many words in the English language. We do. We We got
0: to jazz everything up all the time. We just need
1: one word that applies to all of them. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. So I spent last Saturday um, positively influencing and sharpening the edges of the youth of America as a speech judge all day at state speech.
1: Oh, tell us about this. I was Ooh. an I was an improv judge. Ooh, I did improv in high school for one year, and then I Same. coached it for seven. So loved improv. I was I, in it. it was I have time. a lot of thoughts on improv. It was good. I judged in my room. There was thirty
0: nine. Uh, honestly, like thirty two of the thirty nine were good.
1: There were some that were Dude, elite. Here's the thing. When improv's good, it's really good. But yeah. When it's bad, it's really bad. Real bad. And you just want it to be over, and you have secondhand embarrassment. Yep.
0: I was. It's my. It was my first time ever judging, and so I was worried that, like, I'm not going to know what I should give a 2 to and what I should give a 1-2, and am I going to know the notes? And, like, instantly, it just comes to you. Like, you know how to give feedback, and instantly it's very clear what's a two and what's a
1: one. I could be an improv judge, except for I don't want to write comments. I just want to give verbal comments. But you have to write comments. Yeah. It was so much writing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's the part. So much writing. My handwriting is getting worse as I become more dependent on typing on keyboards. Right. My handwriting is really bad. It's like doctor-level bad. <laughs> um, so I don't – I write um, I write letters to every senior on senior night for baseball and sure. their parents. And I have wow. to start like days ahead of time because to sit down the morning of the senior night and write them all—it's just too much for my wrist. The modern wrist is—you're gonna be out there coaching with a carp. Listen, the modern wrist is very, uh, very coddled.
0: <laughs> These kids don't know how they know no. how easy they have it on Do the wrist. Do not get
1: me started on the coddling of the modern wrist. Yeah, we we've taken away a lot of the hard work. We don't have the penmanship we used to. I bet. Well, the wrist I, really does do a lot of work when writing. I bet if you were to look at an x ray of a wrist of, uh, I'll say, uh, a woman in 1942 whose husband was at war, so she had to write a right. le- lot of letters to him. Right. Scratch it. We're going to go woman. No, we're going to go a man in the 1860s in the Civil War writing letters back home writing military dipping in the ink with no, a f- feather that's not what they were writing with in the 1860s oh. um i bet his wrist is way beefier and muscular than than my wrist right now oh all the letter writing his wrist is my ankle i'm re- yeah i'm re- Bob's your uncle i tell you what if i keep
0: doing this judging thing every year i'm going to have a leg up on the wrist community yeah i
1: don't want any part of your wrists yeah no they're sir. gonna be
0: they're gonna be beefy and strong I'm so that was at, fun
1: I'm looking at them right now and i'm a little intimidated that was <sighs> that was fun there was
0: one that was absolutely rocking and rolling and I was probably gonna nominate for all state and then they got super inappropriate in like the last minute and I gave them a two yep and i even like when they while the next group was going uh talking through like their scenario and what they were gonna do in their three minute countdown i pulled out my rules and they gave me and looked at them Cause I wanted to make sure like I wasn't going overboard and there was a spot in there where it said, if they do this, it's okay to give them a two and it's backed up by the Iowa high school speech or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I gave them a two. Yep. And I felt bad for them because
1: they were rolling and then, and then they just like one 80 into terrible town. There's, there's some improv groups I would watch where sometimes depending on your school and your speech coach situation, improv is the forgotten thing. Because it's all made up on the spot. Some people don't coach it at all. Mm-hmm. They, and, and you can tell these kids got together on their own and would just do draws because they would, they would do inappropriate things. They would say inappropriate things. And like, clearly a coach never told him like, you can't do that. Yeah. Did see a kid break his arm in speech. Yo. Yep. Uh, it was at districts when I was in high school. Yeah. And uh, it was a dance class or dance lessons and this kid ran and jumped. He was going to do like the dirty dancing, oh, no. right? And his partner acted like he was going to catch him and then got out of the way on purpose at the last point to get a laugh. And the kid landed hard on the floor. And he was playing a woman. Uh, and he stood up and he goes, oh, I broke my arm. And we all laughed. And then we saw him at state and he was fully casted. And we, got, <laughs> we stopped him in the hallway. We're like, did you really break your arm? He goes, yeah, I really broke my arm that day. And I always use that story. when he my fought s- through. I, yeah. I think he's probably in shock. And Adam, this is where speech is good life skills. Be a good teammate. Great life skills. Take the burden off your teammate. Give, give, give. And I always told my my kids that I taught, if, if you just try to make everybody else in the scene funny and everybody's doing that, you'll all be funny. Mm-hmm. But some kids just want to, they want all the jokes. They want all the one-liners and they're just take, take, take. And they don't give, give, give.
0: I had a bunch of people that I had notes on the side. Like, I think these are people I will consider for all state nomination. And the second to last group that went absolutely killed. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. And like so I said, and it, when it, improv like, is made good, very clear. Like these five good. have no chance to go to all state. It made it very clear like what the standard was. Yep. It was
1: amazing. When it's good, it's very good. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Oh, man, it kind of makes me want to go watch some improv at oh. some point. But it, I was, it was fun. I can't wait to do it again. I'd like to go watch uh, professionals do it. Yeah. Like Upright Citizens brigade, brigade. I can never say the word brigade. Brigade. Uh, Second City. Second City. Yeah. I want to go like watch people like that. Because Whose Line Is It Anyway was a funny show for a while. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I always wondered, is this planned? How much of this is planned? Because sometimes it just seemed too good. But maybe that's just how good they are. <laughs> I think a lot. I don't know. We'll never know. Hey, how about... You and me and Tommy, we do some improv sometimes. <laughs> oh, we'll record it. It'll be our episode. We'll just do. We'll just do forty minutes of improv. I love joking around and doing bits with people. Yeah, but even but even full on improv kind of intimidates me. Still,
0: can you imagine committing to a forty minute improv that the three of us?
1: It'd be. I always told my kids too. I'd always say, you know, there's nothing in the rules that says it has to be funny. It can be dramatic. Yeah. And it can, but nobody ever does it. I've yeah. never seen a dramatic improv, but it's... Imp- That's a great call. I- improv by nature is not... Doesn't have to be funny. No, but nobody... <laughs> Wouldn't it be... Man, re- it would be incredible if there was that one group that did dramatic improvs. But I think it'd be funny if they were really good at not breaking, and that that was the comedy of it, was that they were doing the most <laughs> dramatic... That is amazing, man. But what if it was dramatic, but about a silly subject? <laughs> Like what if it was well? All the what if it was all are. dramatic about like? Did you eat my pop tart? Yeah. <laughs> did you eat my? Last, did you eat the last pop tart? But they never broke and just played it so serious. Yes. That would be funny in itself.
0: It <laughs> would be amazing. Oh man, I always wonder if. Uh, man, you always come with a lot to talk about. I got things to say too, but then we get like thirty minutes in. I'm like, should I talk? I always wonder if well, people listen to our intros. I'm like, are they ever going to get to the main stuff? But some of the intros are the best stuff. I've discovered something, Ryan. Yeah. I think I have discovered what the greatest city on Earth is. Oh. It's a city that gives you four seasons. Nimaha? Close. (laughs) Close second. Hanover? A city that gives you, well, Hanover's got that German food, so maybe. Okay. That tasteless German food. It's a city that gives you four seasons. But winter is pretty mild, all things considered. And if it does, occasionally you'll get a blizzard, but it melts really quickly. I bet I know what it is. And there's a lot to do. Let me guess before you say it. And the winters tend to be in the mid-40s, sometimes even 50s. gets a little hot, but you can deal with that from time to time. What's your guess?
1: It's a city you've long had an obsession with. Nashville. You're close. I'm thinking of Kansas City. Kansas Kansas City gets crazy hot. Yeah, I know. Like, But... Kansas City Royals games in July are famous for just like I think I can put up with it. Unbearable heat.
0: I think I could put up with and it for a beautiful humidity. fall and winter, ma'am. In humidity, I instantly think like my idea is bad, and I should go Nashville.
1: I just know how much you hate humidity. Nashville is probably what you're looking for. Nashville probably gets super hot though, doesn't it? I don't think so. Not hmm. the Midwest is built different in terms of. humidity. I want this
0: pod and YouTube thing to blow up, and then just randomly go to cities and for like a week and make content. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: Why don't you just do it? What's tying you down? Cows. Well, God, your dad <laughs> take care of
0: them for a week. He can do it for a week, right? Yeah, but then it's like not like making it. I'm not making a ton of money doing this professionally like I am now, but maybe I got to
1: go do that stuff to do it. Do you want to make, do, do you need to make a lot of money doing this or do you just want to live your life and be happy?
0: I want to do this professionally, but live my life and be happy.
1: Well, if you're putting out content from different cities, you're probably going to generate more listeners slash viewers.
0: Hmm. By the way, speaking of chicken
1: or the egg thing, yeah.
0: This week into this week, this year in 2023, I am going to do an open mic, like stand up. Yeah,
1: I wanted to do that too, but I I don't think I'm funny enough.
0: I'm probably going to go to so when me and Brett do pods together, I have like a list of like stand up topics, and I'll and me and Brett will do a segment called stand up workshop. Uh Well, we'll start to like workshop a joke from it. We've done it three times and all three times it's ended up being amazing. And so I'm, com- I'm compiling what we did and I'm going to make a little set list and do it.
1: I, I'm jealous of people who could do stand up. I'm always afraid. I might suck. Well, I'm always afraid that like, if I, 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 it's kind of like a bucket list thing. I also want to try it one time, but I don't think I'm that funny. And I'm worried. Like, what if I start getting heckled? I can't, I don't, I, I think I could be witty. And battle, a heckler, but like, what if I can't? I just would just eat crap on the stage so bad. I would actually kind of like to get heckled. Really, I feel like I, I feel like I could really roll with it. I don't know if I could deal with a heckler and be funny. I think I would deal with a heckler and be mean. Like I would just—I don't yeah. know. I have you a know what f- I should do. I have a friend who I'm not going to name. Okay. Okay, and. You know, you know who I'm talking about, but I don't want you to name him either. Okay. Because I don't want to name drop. Okay. I have a friend who is a stand-up comedian. Okay. I would say he's an acquaintance. We're not friends yet. He's an ACQ. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we're friendly enough that, like, we text. We're friendly. I asked him, I'm like, do you get super amped up before a show? Or do you get nervous? Or is it, like, an energy thing? And he said... Honestly, I don't get either one anymore. He's like the only thing I get amped up for anymore is live TV. Nice. Um, and then I asked him like about jokes, and he's like, "Yeah, sometimes I just riff up there, and if it gets a laugh, I just keep going, and I just keep, I just, I just work it out as I'm up there. Um, sometimes I see him bring a notebook on stage when he goes, but um, I, I, I would love to like hopefully I get a chance to hang out with this guy again soon. He travels around the U.S. He does stand up. Uh, we have a plan to hang out in the future again i just want to pick his brain on being a stand-up comedian i wanna i want to get him one-on-one and just be just ask like 50 different questions about being a stand-up comedian i think it's a fascinating life do, do you remember like when we were in school and maybe you're just sitting with your buddies at the lunch table or in a study hall and you're just you're just on a heater that day and you're just yeah. making people laugh
0: it's the greatest
1: i think that's the feeling they're chasing it is like when you, when you know that you're just cracking people up, yeah. it's, it's a great feeling.
0: It is. It's the best. So I have a Des Moines, Sioux Falls, something. I got to find one. But I'm going to I'm gonna go do an open mic. We need to get an open mic at Bob's up here on Main Street.
1: Heck yes. <laughs> that, you, would you rather do and open mic? And I'm making mic? a YouTube video when I do it. Would you rather do open mic in front of a bunch of strangers or a bunch of people you, in your town oh, you know? Strangers. For show. Sure. Oh, see, I think I'd rather do in front of people I know. I think they'd be nicer. Strangers, no cap. I think I'd get sympathy laughs. Nah. I only want laughs that are real. I don't want to know the difference. (laughs) I do. (laughs) What
0: if I go there and it just kills and I get that rush and I keep doing it and doing it and then I'm just a comedian?
1: Uh, I've heard there's a little bit of beginner's luck with this. I've heard comedians say, like, it's not unusual to kill your first time and then just eat crap the next 10 times afterwards. And then you
0: have five years of struggling trying to make it.
1: Yeah. I also think it's much harder to be a professional comedian now because a lot of your stuff is filmed and put on on social media and clips. And so I think whenever, like, if you and I were to go see a stand-up right now that we had seen before, wouldn't we expect to hear... You are such a bad listener tonight. I'm listening, but I have, You're to, push to, I have to push You're a button. You're playing with your doodad. Why are you even pushing buttons?
0: Because I have to do that to get it to light up so I can see the power bar. Why
1: do you need to see the power bar?
0: To know if we're good. And we're good.
1: It'll the, Those red lights will shut off.
0: Yeah, it'll just die if we're not good.
1: You will notice when the bright red <laughs> lights are not on. Sometimes your attention span can be measured in nanoseconds. <laughs> We tried to give the attention span of a fruit fly. We tried to watch a documentary on YouTube before we recorded this. And like nine times out of 10, when I would look over, you were on your phone. Yeah, I do that while I watch things. You're not watching them. I mean, I'm absorbing it while looking at my phone. No, you're not multitasking is a myth. Nobody can multitask. Your brain can focus. You're not a computer that has like operations running in the background. You're either doing something or not doing something. Multitasking is a total myth
0: You're talking and breathing right now
1: Yeah, those are involuntary bodily functions You dork <laughs> Sorry I had a thought on stand-up comedy And I and I don't even remember what I was talking about Neither do I Yeah, because you weren't listening don't, don't be bothered by me when I'm just checking the Alright, I won't look anymore What kind of podcast host doesn't even listen to their guests? I listen
0: 99% of the time Sometimes I'm worried about the power there's, from here on out, I don't need to worry about it.
1: He has so much to learn. Sometimes
0: my OCD is like, man, if we're getting close and we could just knock it out without it dying, then I only have to
1: upload one segment, but it's really no big deal at all to upload two. You know, I saw some video clips of your podcast with Adam Timmerman. Yes, sir. Yeah. You were sitting across the table. Yep. You were looking him in the eye. Making good you eye were contact. Locked in. Very locked in. How do you think that made me feel when I saw that? Sad yep jealous because i'm i'm old news to you (laughs) first time you had me on you were all giddy you were jojo the circus boy paying attention to what i was saying (laughs) now it's like we're an old married couple and you're like yo burke's doing his thing he's talking i'm not even gonna look anymore i'm just gonna dink around with this push random buttons that make sound effects right in the (laughs) middle of his thought
0: jeepers something about a super bowl champion will do that to you (laughs)
1: <laughs> I get it. I'm no Super Bowl champion. <laughs> I had Is he a two-time Super Bowl champion? <laughs> yeah. Okay, two times. With, with Packers and... Rams. Okay, yep. Ah, uh, Burke. Yeah, I don't know. I had a great thought about stand-up comedy. I wonder what it was. What were we talking about? I don't know.
0: I have another thought. Maybe it'll come back to you. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> the long sleeve jacket look. It got real popular a couple years ago.
1: What... What's a short sleeve jacket?
0: Okay, good call. The jacket look, period. (laughs) Or, like, the crew sweater. It became all the rage a couple years ago. It's gone too far. What's a crew sweater? The non-hooded sweatshirts.
1: Oh, the crew neck? Yeah. Those are comfy.
0: Yeah, they are, but it's gone too far because people are so obsessed with the look that, like, all you see... Of like your favorite podcast, if you watch their videos, down at Super Bowl week they're in Arizona. It's ninety seven degrees, and everyone's outside in their jeans and their sweatshirts or their jackets because they want outside
1: wanna, or they're inside. They're
0: outside, okay. and they want to look cool, and they're just sweating and complaining about the heat. But they want to. I just realized that I'm being a hypocrite because I wanted to look cool in this hoodie, and I'm sweating and warm. Yep. Mid sentence, I was like, I'm being a big old hypocrite. Yep. I, anyway, the jacket look. If you're out in the heat, just don't do it. Just go short sleeves, bruh.
1: Zip up hoodie or pullover hoodie? Pullover hoodie for sure. See, I was a huge zip up hoodie guy all through college. Really liked it. But the skinnier you are, the better the zip up hoodie looks. Yeah. When you get when you get bigger. Don't look good. No, and like I don't look nearly as good in a zip up hoodie as I did when I was in college. Nope. I had a gap one that I really liked. I don't know what happened to it, but man, I had this gap navy blue zip up hoodie and it was it was fantastic. I miss it. My dad wears a zip up hoodie doing
0: chores in the winter. It's like his winter coat. First of all, it looks like it's six sizes too big. It bothers me with how baggy it is. He says it's super comfortable and warm. It weighs, I swear, like seventy two pounds. It's so heavy.
1: I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting into jean jackets. Dude, I almost bought one last year. I think a jean jacket with a zip-up hoodie underneath is a great look. Would look sick. I think it's good. I, need, I don't know that I could pull it off, but I do appreciate it when other people are wearing it. I'm like, yes, that looks cool. Good for you.
0: You should pull it off when you're driving your motorcycle around. Well, Burke, what do you say, buddy? Okay. Every time I say your name, Burke, I always want to say, Burkey Bell Takamos.
1: It's Balky Baltacamos.
0: I know, but I want to say Berkey Baltakamos. ever since you brought that name up like a year ago. Why do you have a license plate that says Punit? Because <laughs> it talks about my hand size, puny. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Are we drafting teen movies? We're doing a teen movie draft. How many rounds? And
0: we're also going to talk about faces we went through growing up. Oh, I already Ooh. shared one of these in a previous podcast. A big
1: billiards face. I went through.
0: Uh, teen movie draft. I don't know. I was gonna. We were. I was gonna say we each draft five, but since Tom's not here, Ooh. we could each draft seven. Okay. What do you think of that?
1: It's fine. You can have first pick.
0: Magnificent seven. We're doing that then phases. Yes. Boomski. All right. With the first pick. By the way, we've done a teen movie draft before, like a year and a half ago. I did it with Brett and Steve. Uh Steve's first pick was Brink. But I don't think it's bad to do it again with new with different people because there's different takes and different favorites, <laughs> you know.
1: A, Brink's a great first pick. Yeah. Good on Steve. Steve's
0: first pick was Brink.
1: Brinkman. That um, was the kid's name. Yep. Brinkman. I don't remember his first name. Eric. All Eric right. Brinkman?
0: You might hate my first pick, but this movie is so near and dear to my heart. It's where I fell in love with
1: Jennifer Love Hewitt. I just can't hardly wait. No, I love that movie. That's, That's my first pick. pick. That's actually at the top of my list. That doesn't mean it was going to be my number one. I love it so much. Um, I love Seth Green in that movie, Kenny.
0: <laughs> Seth Green is so great.
1: In that I movie. think his name is Kenny. Yep. I like. Uh, oh, what is the line? The kid from Hook, right? He grow He's in Hook, and then he grows up. He's. I've never seen he's, Hook. Okay, he's William, the nerd that wants to get his wants to get his revenge. Oh, I know who you're talking okay. about. Don't know his name. We don't. Need to, we don't need to know his name. Yeah, but. Um, the the scene in that movie where he's telling the guys his plan I'm gonna drink so that they think I'm cool and I'm accepted and I'm gonna lure, I think it's Steve is it Steve? I'm gonna lure Steve, whatever and the guy goes he goes, I made this card that tells me exactly how many drinks I can have before I get inebriated <laughs> and one of his nerdy friends goes William, if you drink you could get addicted and <laughs> So funny, <laughs> and then uh, when he has his first sip of beer, and he goes, "The beer has gone bad. <laughs> don't drink the beer. Don't drink the and beer." And in the background, go, "Tastes fine to me, man." <laughs> it just reminds me, like the first time I ever had a sip of beer, I was—I don't know—I don't know how old I was. I didn't drink till I was like thirty. But anyway, and that's a true story. Yeah, it just doesn't taste good. I'm convinced teenagers that drink, they don't like the taste of it. They they're yeah. doing it because they wanna be subversive and they know it's wrong and mm-hmm. it's exciting. There is no person There's on planet Earth at age fifteen that can say to me with a straight face, beer tastes better than Mountain Dew. There it just that is <laughs> that is an asinine statement if you were You're to not say wrong. That. They're That's why that is so funny to me when he says that in the movie, because it does taste bad.
0: The beer has gone
1: bad. (laughs) Don't drink the beer. Uh, Uh, Can't Hardly wait. is a great movie. Man, it's so good. It opens with an unbelievable Eve Six song. Yep. Um, Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Praise Preston. Oh, Preston. Preston. (laughs) Uh, A young Jason Segel in that scene. Yep. He's one of the stoner guys. Yep. Uh, all right, here's my number one pick. Days of confused. Dang, what a banger! That movie's so good. It was my overall number three. Check you later. Check you later. I love Slater. Man,
0: I just watched those movies, and I mean, we talked about this on our last episode when we were when I was talking about hangouts and TV. I the just Euphoria. I just long for those days of hanging out like that, man. Days so much confused. fun. Uh, fantastic movie. Number two for me is American Pie Two.
1: You can have the entire American Pie franchise. I do not like them.
0: I love them so much, but I like American Pie 2 more. I don't know the difference. What's the difference? Uh, American Pie 1, it's they're all getting ready for their first prom and all that stuff. That's all it's about. Number 2, they go for the summer and stay at a house in Michigan on a lake and paint houses all summer and have all their conquests and fun hangouts there. Isn't that a college movie? No. Number two, they're not in college. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I think number two is right before they leave for college, summer after high school.
1: Okay. My number two pick, Mean Girls. <laughs> Great movie. Mean Girls is very funny. Favorite line of the whole movie is when Tim Meadows is the principal, <laughs> and he says, it makes me angry. Almost as angry as when I get, uh, almost as angry as when I think about the fact my sister named her kid Amphrony. <laughs> That's like my favorite line of the whole movie.
0: <laughs> Tim Meadows is so funny.
1: Yeah. Anfernee. <laughs> I get angry. Almost as angry as when I think about the fact my sister named her kid Anfernee.
0: Mean Girls feels like one of those movies that you ha- everybody has to see once. Yeah. Don't you great. think it's like an absolute staple teen
1: movie you have to see? And it's just really funny. because It is. Didn't Tina Fey write it? Yep. Man, it's She's so funny. good. What's your number three pick? By the way,
0: should we have been snake drafting? I guess it's too late now. No, we're
1: good. Just ping right. back and forth. All right, uh, my
0: third pick. Super bad. I'm not a
1: super bad guy.
0: Yeah, I have some. I have some that are a little more crude on here that maybe don't bark up yeah, your tree.
1: Crudeness doesn't doesn't really strike my funny bone. Also, I'm like one of the rare people that doesn't really see the appeal of Judd Apatow. Gotcha. I don't know that Apatow's. I don't think Seth Rogen's funny. I like Jonah Hill. Yeah. And uh, the McLovin Kid's funny. Yeah. I've, I've seen Superbad. The three
0: main characters are hilarious. Not a big Seth Rogen fan either. Bill Hader's in it. He's very funny. Yeah, Bill Hader's great. Michael Sarah's funny. Yep. Um.
1: Alright, that was your number three? Yep. Boy, all I'm right.
0: trying to write letters left-handed. It is a treat.
1: I will go with Ten Things I Hate About You. Golly, what a sick movie. Was that on your list? Oh, 100%. I'm trying to think of like... It's such a good movie, dude. I know. I'm trying to think of... It's good. Is it super funny? I don't know that it's... It's got some funny parts. It's just more of a good story. What is the name... Okay, so Julia Stiles is Mm -hmm. Cat. What is Bianca's real name? Because I had a crush on that girl when I was a teenager. I have no idea
0: her real name. I could probably name you... Yeah, all the like so many movies she's been in, don't know her real name.
1: Yeah, so I definitely had a little crush on her. A yep. young Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in that movie. Yeah. Young Heath Ledger. Yep. Uh the movie starts out with a uh, great song by Joan Jett, you know, Bad Reputation, that's a good song. And then it ends with it ends with a cover by Cheap Tricks, I want you to I want you. me. you, yep. Yeah. That movie's Okay, it's a great movie. You remember wasn't the 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 mean popular jock kid wasn't his name like what was his name in that movie joey i don't know anyway don't have a good enough memory did you know he
0: started a cult for in real life yes so the acting career went downhill huh
1: yeah that guy and he is in a lot of those movies around that time he totally started a cult like look it up he got weird all right he got real weird i know what i'm deep diving tonight yeah first off figure out that guy's name yep He's the popular jock that tries to get with Bianca. Wow. Yep.
0: Uh, when they make uh when he, the Janie's Got a Gun scene. In what? Or uh um in uh the movie they make Not Another Teen movie when they're spoofing Ten Things I Hate About You. I haven't seen that the scene where he's singing on the Oh yeah bleachers and they sing Janie's Got a Gun in uh <laughs> not another teen movie. And someone goes Janie's got a gun? Janie's got a gun! And all of a sudden, like everyone starts running, and I don't know where someone comes and just spears the girl that he's singing to, because I think she's got a gun. It's very funny.
1: Those, okay, scary movie, not another teen movie. Yeah. Those are from a specific time and place. Early and, 2000s. And I didn't find them funny. No. I really didn't.
0: I went to them all in theater, but boy, they're pretty corny.
1: Oh, looking back, they're poorly written. Yeah. They, they were just cashing in on a phase. Yep. What's your next movie? So many to choose from here. I'm excited about my next pick. My fourth pick. I'm going to be so mad if you take it. Don't do it.
0: My fourth pick Don't is. Don't you do it. Starts with an F.
1: Okay. it's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, you can have it. It's that that movie is, I get why it's iconic, but it's before. It's definitely from a different era. Yeah. It's like a, I'm trying to think of what's a movie that our parents would. Oh, it's like Steve Martin, the jerk. Where like never I, seen it. I respect it. I'm sure it was funny for its day. It does nothing for me. And like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, it's like it's an iconic. It's it almost. I mean, some people might say it started the teen movie genre. Yeah. So like, kudos to it for being a trailblazer. But I don't want to fire it up and watch it. Yep. Um, what did you like about it? Spicoli? <laughs> Spicoli.
0: Gosh, he's funny. I love Spicoli so much. Did, the didn't... journey of Spicoli, the journey of the, I don't know. I just really enjoy the unpopular kids, the burnout journeys, the depressed kids and how they snap out of it, stuff like that.
1: I feel like, uh, I feel like the mall was prominent in that movie. Didn't she work at a movie theater in a yep. mall? Mall is very it, prominent. I, I've seen it one time. One time. Yep. Mall was very prominent. Can I finish one time? Okay. <laughs> Here's my next one. I'm super pumped. Is yes, okay. sure. It's possible this one wasn't on your list. Okay. It is a little bit of a cult classic at this point. Um I think it's wildly funny and that's Orange County.
0: Orange County. I've seen it. It is not on my list. I forgot so about it until you just good. said it.
1: It is so good. That's a good movie. That is one of the most uh, one of the movies I've quoted the most. Yeah. Probably in my life. My wife and I still quote that movie um, in certain situations I told my students a quote from that movie the other day. Cause somebody said something that struck me uh, or it reminded me of that movie, but Jack Black is funny. In that movie, Jack Black's hilarious The scene where he lights the admissions office on fire and then Ben Stiller <laughs> confronts him in the parking lot. And he's so clearly making up stories is so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man, Colin Hanks, Jack Black. We should watch that after we're done recording uh, Chevy Chase is in that movie. He's the principal. Yeah. Um, the teacher that, that Colin Hanks thinks is illiterate. <laughs> when he goes, Yes. Sean, um, here's your essay. A lot of big words, pretty long. I gave you an A. Like, <laughs> and sh- and the voiceover, he's like, I'm pretty sure my English teacher is illiterate. And then he goes, When you think of the name William Shakespeare, what comes to mind? And somebody goes, Romeo and Juliet. And he's like, yes. And then (laughs) then he goes, uh, he also wrote, like, Chocolat, (laughs) Waterworld. He starts (laughs) listing all these things. Uh, (laughs) Romeo and Juliet, the Claire Danes version. Like... (laughs) I'm butchering the quote but the whole scene where it's it does seem pretty obvious the English teacher in this high school can't read yeah. is so funny. I
0: swear if Casey's is open if we get done before 11 I will drive there get a code read and watch Orange County tonight with you.
1: I'll do it dude. Let's just end the podcast right now. <laughs> what okay. time is it? 10:30. My next movie, oh man. This is number 4? This is number 5. Okay, and we're going to 7. 7. We can go longer if you want, but now I don't want to. I I don't I don't mind doing the just running through the honorable mentions too. My number 5 Greece. That I, I love guess, Greece. I guess that is a teen movie, even though everybody in that movie was 35 to 40. <laughs> I love Greece so much. Greece is great. I showed my daughter Greece and I I don't know I don't know why I thought any differently. She loved it. Yep. And I knew she would. My daughter loves musicals. My mom still has the two-disc, or I shouldn't say disc, the double vinyl. I was listening to it last time I was at her house. Right. She's got the original Grease soundtrack from the 70s. It's the first movie my parents went to together on a date in a drive-in back in the 70s. Really good. Great movie. Great songs. Love it. Um, My next one is Angus. Wow. Great movie. Talk about a great soundtrack, too. Angus Bethune.
0: Angus Bethune. Kicks off,
1: beginning of the movie, right out of the gate, comes at you with a Goo Goo Dolls deep cut, Ain't That Unusual, and that song is amazing.
0: Yep, sure is. What's next? My sixth pick,
1: all the way back from the 80s, 16 Candles. 16 Candles, great pick, can't go wrong. Nope. I, I, I would take The Breakfast Club over 16 Candles. But- sure. 16 Candles was good. Sure. Um, Okay. My number six pick. Man. So many good ones still. Yeah. My honorable mentions is going to be deep. Um, I'm going to go with Clueless. Great one. Clueless made number one on two lists I looked at. Really?
0: Yeah. Surprising.
1: Um, Yeah. I had a big thing for Alicia Silverstone in the 90s. Mm. I was like 12 and I thought she hung the moon. I had a big thing for Stacy Dash. Um, I saw a video of Alicia Silverstone. like Just the other day, she recreated a scene from Clueless. She still has her fastball. She's, Let's just put it that she way. She is beautiful. She still has her fastball. She's beautiful. Go ahead.
0: All right. My seventh and final pick of the draft of teen movies is, a little bit of a curveball here, Charlie Bartlett.
1: I don't even know what that is. It's a good movie
0: never even heard of that charlie bartlett is a he's a wealthy kid he's from a wealthy family but he just so badly wants friends doesn't want to be known as a weird rich kid wants to fit in and it's a great movie it's a really good movie for real
1: wow okay i'll give that to you yep okay i'm gonna go with ooh, license to drive nice Corey feldman Corey Haim, a young heather graham might have been her first movie it's a movie that like they never made on DVD. I actually looked it up. You can't find yeah. it. You can rent it on Amazon Prime, but it was, I feel like this was a movie my brothers and I rented from the movie store when we were kids. And I thought a lot of people had seen it, but I don't think a lot of people have. It's a great story. Like he takes his a da- movie, takes his dad's car. Yeah. Um, yeah, License to Drive. Okay. The good old Cory and Cory days. I'm gonna run you through some honorable mentions I had. Okay. I'm gonna see if you can list off all the ones I have. Okay, Breakfast Club.
0: What was your last one you said? Something about Drive?
1: License to Drive. There it is. I can't remember the name. I literally said it ten <laughs> seconds ago. Thanks. Thanks for proving once again you were listening. Um, Breakfast Club. Okay. Say Anything. Great movie. She's All That. Great movie. Is Dead Poets Society a, teenage mo- a teen movie? I'd call it I mean, it's a boarding school, but they're not in college yet. No. Um, I don't. I don't think Empire Records is. They're out of high school. Yeah, but Empire Records, "A Walk to Remember," awesome, classic, Varsity Blues. Wow,
0: I hate myself. <laughs>
1: you didn't even have Varsity it Blues. It would sound, have
0: hundred percent. Yeah, I know. that or maybe Friday Night Lights. Both would have been. Well, I'm surprised. I'm mad
1: at myself. Yep, you should be.
0: I should be very mad at myself. Varsity Blues 100% would be in my top um, seven.
1: Encino Man. God, that's a good one. Um, Mall Rats, I don't think is technically high school. They're out of high school. That's a funny movie, though. It is. Uh, and what, like the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> uh, and The Outsiders. Gosh,
0: that's a good movie, too. Yeah. That's... What a cast in The Outsiders.
1: Oh, yeah. Hit hit a lot of them early. It reminds me of Days and Confused and that, like, a lot yeah. of people's first movie. What's What's
0: your... Honorable mentions, I had American Graffiti, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Breakfast Club, American Pie 1, Juno. Ever seen it?
1: Okay. Let me just tell you about Juno real quick. Yeah. It is the only movie in my entire life I have walked out of the theater. For real? Yes. My wife and I went and saw it together in college when we were dating. We both walked out. That's how you knew she was the one. Not, not even it wasn't even anything to do with the content. It was just so bad and poorly acted. And huh. I, I knew a girl that got pregnant in high school. Trust me, they don't act like she did. I'm not a huge Ellen Page fan. Well, and like Rain Wilson was the convenience store worker. Yeah. What's up, Home Slice? It was like it was like I told you the other night. I tried to watch Coach Carter. There's a teen <laughs> movie, by the way. I tried to watch Coach Carter. I didn't even make it through the opening credits because the acting was so bad. You gotta give it a shot. It's a good movie. No, Juno. I, Juno's just—I don't know. There was one line that was hilarious, though, in that movie when um, <laughs> uh, she tells Michael Sarah, she goes, uh, "Your girlfriend's been giving me the stink eye," and he goes, "No, it's just what her face looks like." And it like <laughs> cuts to the girl across the hallway, and she's like just eyeballing her, and it's like that's just her face. <laughs> that that was funny. Michael Sarah has some great lines. Other than that, I also didn't understand. There was like a weird vibe with the adoption people. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's a dumb movie. Go ahead. Easy A.
0: Good movie. With uh, Emma Stone. There it is. Uh, John Tucker Must Die.
1: Heard of it. Haven't seen
0: it. And 17 again.
1: Is that Zac Efron?
0: Zac Efron and Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry? Yep. Matthew Perry. 13 going on 30. Is he in thirteen going on thirty? No, but
1: that, is that a teen movie? Oh, oh, I don't know. I haven't what about, seen it. What about Big? Ah, I don't feel like that's a. T- it, d- probably you, not. Like Big is a totally different vibe than, um, like Sixteen Candles. Yeah. like just a different vibe. Yep.
0: Yeah. One probably. thing we didn't say: uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Yeah, and you know why? It's a good movie. I don't love that movie. It's definitely not. It's in my not top a bad. 10. It's not a bad movie. No, it's not. He's also a horrible friend to Cameron. Yeah, he is. He's such... Very selfish. Ferris Bueller's a narcissist. Very selfish narcissist. Jerk. However, I did have a thing for his girlfriend. She was cute. Yeah, Sloan. Great name, yeah. too. That's a that's A-plus a name for a girl. Johnny Sloane. Hopkins and Sloan Kettering. <laughs> the principal <laughs> in that movie turned out to be a real weirdo in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. he have some... Yeah. It's yeah. some issues. Yeah, yeah. He didn't start a cult, but he did some, he had some some super bad stuff.
0: As the French would like to say, he had some issues. All right. Well, that was exciting. Let us know on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those good places where you can find my social medias and Backroads and Bonfires podcast social medias. What about your car- favorite teen What movies? about Karate Kid? Never seen it. It's a teen movie, though. Yeah, yeah You know what right. else I f- totally forgot to put in my teen movies that I'm mad. At- I want to redo this whole list. What's that? This list should have an asterisk by it because I forgot Three Ninjas.
1: <laughs> that, that's a kids
0: movie. All right.
1: That's like Sandlot. That's a They're not. That's not a teen movie. That's a kid. True. Movie. What's, when when
0: what's, when there's video clips of this podcast out all over the interwebs, there's going to be a lot of my thigh.
1: Yeah, a lot of thigh action,
0: and I have very white thighs.
1: What's next on the list? Because I want to watch Orange County
0: tonight. We're gonna watch it. Uh, We just might not have pops, which is upsetting.
1: I think we need to save phases for Tommy. Okay. I think the three of us need to do that together. He would have some good ones.
0: Yes. And he said he
1: will be here next week. Let's do the 90s quick hitter. And next week I won't get sick and we'll be able to record during the week. If we do the 90s quick hitter and it's a quick hitter, we can actually get those pops. All right. Let's go quick. All
0: right. So I have two things in my 90s quick hitter. Yep. Uh, I saw this the other day. Right now. As we speak, as we live and breathe, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is 39 years old, which is one year older than Tim Allen was in
1: Season 1 of Home Improvement. Whoa. How old does that make you feel? There's been a lot of those stats recently. Like, that 70s show was started in 1999, and it was about 1970. It would be like today, a show being started about 1999, and I was like, wow. Because when I was a kid, the 70s seemed like it was eons ago and now it's like well that's actually just the same distance from now to the 90s and that's hard to believe (sighs) the passage of time is weird bro it's crazy i do think if someone bro 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 it's crazy bro it's crazy bro bro please listen to tell listen to me telling you how crazy it is bro all right bro it's crazy dude that's wild (laughs) so (laughs) it's it's bonkers (laughs) bonkers <laughs> it's bananas <laughs>
0: all right um also i watched this movie the other night about a week ago city slickers oh and i think honestly i think i might put it in my top 10 movies ever 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 it's a good movie i love it so much but watching it now for the first time again after like 10 years i just love it billy crystal just tickles my funny bone in that movie legends of in the
1: city slickers 2 yep didn't Jack Palance win the Oscar for yes. City Slickers? Yes. That's so nuts. Dude. How is that movie an Oscar movie? And the guy who plays
0: Phil Brickma in Rookie of the Year is in it. It's so funny. Oh, Daniel Stern. Yeah.
1: Daniel Stern, yeah. Yeah, it's just like... And then what's the what's his friend with the mustache?
0: I can't remember his name. He's
1: in. He's the best friend in When Harry Met Sally.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his name, though.
1: I, I've heard his name a million times, but I can't think of it either. But, man talk about movies they don't make anymore like that genre of movie doesn't exist no and it's just like it's got great comedy there's
0: conflict it's a there's 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 heartwarming yeah it's a and it's a love story too like heartwarming moments a love story it was it's so good
1: I, I wish just made, love it so much. I wish much. they made movies like that. I wish you could go to a movie theater and watch City Slickers. Yeah. Because you 100% can take your kids with you. Now it would be like Ant-Man and the City Slicker, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, my gosh. Can we stop with the MCU? Do you know? It's losing steam, right? Or are we just Friday, stuck with this forever? there's a new Ant-Man movie coming out Friday. I don't care. Did you know that? I don't care. I'm just telling you. It's... I'll probably go to it. It's not an interesting character. Yeah. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel for comic book characters. <laughs> we, okay. Both, what time is it, by the way? We, yeah, we got to go. It's 1048. Oh, Here, we're good. We have 12 minutes. Yeah. Okay, but here's my as point. As long as I stay open. The entire time we were growing up, yeah. did you ever have an Ant-Man conversation with anybody? I didn't know it existed until the first movie. Exactly. Like, these are stupid characters. Yeah.
0: We just need to stick to the mains. Keep the main thing the main thing, and Burke. I, I don't care if I
1: offend Marvel people out there like, these are legitimate...
0: I'm a Marvel guy,
1: and I'm not offended. Artistic masterpieces. Like-
0: so there it is, Tales from the Couch. Hot, hot. Just a couple guys, one in a cool jacket, one sweating in a hoodie. Just a couple of dudes being bros. Dudes being bros. Uh, I plugged the socials earlier. You should check them all out. Listen to this thing on Spotify and Apple.
1: Hey. And all that good stuff. I got something I want to say to the listeners. All right. Hey. He told you to... Uh, check it out on spotify and apple Podcasts, and that's what i gotta say do it do it name the movie
0: come on do it oh my gosh it's killing me because it's on the tip of my tongue do you know who's
1: saying it ah come on do it it's uh ah who is it you gotta tell me starski and hutch remake ben stiller <laughs> there it is when he's in full side dang it yeah do it do it hot hot